0: Hello, my name is Lika Gay, and welcome to this podcast produced by the International Monetary Fund. The 26 odd countries in the Caribbean may be small, but they are facing many of the same challenges confronting larger nations. These include the need to create more jobs and ensure that any growth is spread across a wide cross-section of society. The recovery from the global financial crisis has been uneven in this region, which includes the ECCU or the Eastern Caribbean Currency Union. But in a bit to get to growth, the countries of the Caribbean, the International Monetary Fund and various other international financial institutions or IFIs will meet in the Bahamas to discuss how to capture that elusive growth. Adrienne Chisti is with the IMF's Western Hemisphere Department.
1: She described the diversity in economic performance found in the region. Across the Caribbean, we are seeing a recovery, but it's concentrated in the commodity exporters. High commodity prices are expected to persist. And as long as these prices stay buoyant, these countries like um, Suriname, Guyana, Trinidad are going to do fine. On the other hand, Where we see problems is in the countries dependent on tourism. Their activity continues to be very subdued. In some of the countries, tourist arrivals have started to recover after being pretty badly hit in the global crisis. But in the ECCU, we're not seeing any turnaround at all. Um, Since the rest of the world is recovering, we're hoping that tourism will bounce back Eventually. But in the meantime, these countries are going to face sluggish growth because they've got high debt. They're financially vulnerable. So we've got two types of economies, with one doing a little better than the other, but overall a very bleak outlook. Why is that? These are small islands. They're suffering from smallness of scale, from being far away from hubs. They're also vulnerable in the sense that they're in the path of hurricanes. They're highly disaster-prone. And they've also suffered from the withdrawal of trade preferences by advanced countries. So these are external circumstances that they can't affect. They also have policy-related reasons that they've been running fiscal deficits and they've got high debt. So financing these debts and debt service is undermining growth by crowding out private sector borrowing. And it's discouraging investment because investors are worried about whether they'll have to pay more taxes in the future. Beside the macro issues, the Caribbean business environments are not very conducive to private sector growth. Labour costs are very high in the Caribbean and they've been growing faster than productivity. Some of this is a high degree of unionization, and, and some of this is that people can emigrate easily, and that means that there is just so low a wage they'll accept before emigrating. Also, electricity costs are among the highest in the world, we found, and this reflects sector inefficiencies, lack of investment, and some monopoly power because the countries are small.
0: So tell us, what are the main three areas of reform needed to boost growth in the region? You've talked a little bit about the business climate and you've um, stressed the fact that there are structural reforms. What should the country focus on first and foremost to actually turn around the situation?
1: Well, I'm a fiscal person, so I put at the top of the list reducing fiscal deficits to give confidence back to the private sector that they know what taxes they'll pay in the future and to make room f- for lending. The reform should also directly focus on private sector development. Let me mention the need to streamline business procedures, licensing, permits, strengthening the legislative framework for enforcing contracts, protecting investors, improving bankruptcy regulations. All of these are areas where we would like to see more flexibility. On the infrastructure side, I mentioned the high cost of electricity, electricity sector reform, and then other investments in infrastructure, particularly transport and communications.
0: There will be a conference in the Caribbean to discuss the perspectives for the region and to discuss all these issues. What will the key focus be for this conference?
1: Let me start by mentioning that this is a follow-up to last year's high-level Caribbean forum in Trinidad. And there we talked about the policy priorities. So since we're worried about external and fiscal sustainability, we spend a lot of time talking about the need for fiscal adjustment and external adjustment. And governments agreed... But they made the point, which the rest of the world is making, big countries as well, that adjustment without growth is very painful. And they asked us if this conference could be about growth. So the goal of the conference is to bring us all together all the IFIs, some of the big bilateral interested countries who give donor support to the Caribbean, and of course, most importantly, the policymakers in the region, put us all around one table and have us share our concerns about growth and our visions for successful growth. And the hope is if we're all around the table, we'll come up with a consistent vision that has more chance of success.
0: And this was Adrian Chisti with the IMF's Western Hemisphere Department about the Bahamas Conference. And to hear more podcasts, log on to slash IMF podcasts.